Holy crap, another episode already. What the hell is going on? Uh, I actually recorded this uh, the other day with Jigs, and we had fun, except, uh, you know, it's Zoom, and there were some technical difficulties, but we got through it. It ended uh, probably quite a bit shorter than what we would have talked for, but it works out for you. It's only uh, like an hour and 20 minutes, including the intro and outro and shit, so... Hey, hopefully you guys enjoyed the uh, conversation. I know I did. Jigs is a great dude. He's got a couple of different shows. Uh, he's got Jigs Views and Reviews. He's got Jigs Lounge. And um, just a good all-around guy from across the pond in the UK. So anyway, uh, check out stogiebird.com for all your uh, Cigar of the Month needs. You can get the Stogie Bird 2 for 20 bucks, 5 for 40 8 for 60 or the 8 plus bonus for 90. The 8 plus bonus is uh, the, the Stogie Bird 8 plus 4 random cigars. Plus they've got the, um, you know, the brand of the month. Uh, you could do uh, prepaid gift subscriptions for uh, uh, a different amount of months, whatever you choose. Uh, but good spot. Check them out. Uh, use the code HERFCAST to save 5 bucks off your order. HERFCAST to save 5 bucks. So that's that. Uh, other than that, I don't know. I really don't got uh, much to much to uh, talk about before this conversation. So you guys know the routine. Hopefully you enjoy the show. Uh, let me know afterwards. Send me an email, brian at com. Give me some thoughts, feedback, whatnot. Just let me know you're there, whatever. So, hey, here's Jigs. Common, but anyway. Um, yeah, so... You poured yourself some Elijah Craig small batch, and I've got some Eagle Rare for me. That'll be the only bourbon pour I do tonight, and then I'll move to beer uh, because yeah. I've got to hang cabinets in the kitchen after this. So it's funny. I'll be the opposite. I would keep on the whiskey and stay off the beer. As soon as I mix things, I'll be in a lot more of a mess. Well, as long as uh, like I didn't, I didn't do a big pour or anything. It's just uh, well. Yeah. Yeah, probably about an ounce and a half, two ounces. But as long as I don't go uh go crazy, I'll be all right. <laughs> so uh anyway, uh welcome back to the Herfcast, everybody. Uh today, all the way from across the pond, we've got Jigs. Um Jigs has a podcast. He has two YouTube shows now, or is it still or did yeah, you go still two, yeah. Nice right. two. So uh we met through the wonderful world of the bearded idiots. And <laughs> trying to call it that. Hell, I think me and you started talking about getting together, I don't know, probably at least two years ago. Oh Christ, yeah. yeah. I was still in the caravan of dreams when you uh first asked. It was a bit of a uh, are you free now? Do you want to do a podcast? And it's like mm. Yeah. literally about to start work it's like six in the morning <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's how i do sometimes you know just forget forget what time it is over there and um you know yeah eventually it all works it's out. easily it's easily done though yeah mm. i mean I've, like i said i've been on i've been on their podcast and that took us that took us quite a few months to organize really yeah it's just it's just not it's not easy to do is it when we're such time differences no but anyway, uh, yeah, we get yeah, there exactly. 
So, what are you smoking? I have got a PG Commando. Yeah, how's that? It's not too bad, actually. I brought a little while back. I brought all three of the, the ones that are all, like, sort of all got the skulls now. There's that, there's the Commando, the Combat, and there's another one. Uh, um, shit, fuck, I don't know what it's called. But they're from, you know they're they're budget smoking they're they're pretty decent at that if you know what I mean so if you get yeah. a few little budget ones in your humidor it you just keeps you going doesn't it and save the better yeah. ones for a special occasion sort of thing yeah that's uh I don't know I like I try not to save anything for special occasions just if something looks good I'll smoke it um, or if I'm having a shitty day I'll turn it into a special occasion you know but. <laughs> Uh, that's a, it's an interesting rapper. It's got there. It's got, was that Connecticut? Yeah. Mano, yeah. And, a, and Candela. Yeah. It's one of the old barber pole kind of jobbies. Not, yeah. not a full on barber pole. It's more like, I mean, it's called a commando. It's got like a sort of, uh, army like fatigue kind of, yeah. Camo is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. But yeah. No, they're, they're decent smoke. I think, I mean, I think these are about 10 quid each, I think. But, um, I mean, it pisses me off the, the price we have to pay for cigars compared to you guys. I mean, I, I mean, I'll, I'll watch quite a, quite a few, uh, youtube and this podcast of cigar people and the price you pay for stuff is sometimes probably at least half the price of this yeah just to go a few extra miles on an airplane to get here so do you know the uh the conversion on 10 quid or no um nowadays you're it's probably about 12 dollars maybe okay so i mean when a quid's not the same as a pound is it yeah, a quid is a pound. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. that makes yeah, that makes quid, sense a, easier. Yeah, quid quid the slang for a pound. Gotcha. Yeah, I got to learn pennies and cents the same, but yeah, it's always the same. Every time I talk to an American, you get this. Uh, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> lost in translation. Shit. Oh yeah, That's, you know, even though we're uh, both speaking English, it's different different types of English. So, well, God, yeah, I can't understand. 18 20 year olds in my own country nowadays <laughs> yeah. speak a totally different language we call them road men they speak road men it's, i just seen uh i just seen something I, I i don't know if it was in the bearded idiots discord or not but uh something about yeah it was, it was uh but uh something about using uh using a period or a full stop uh is oh, yeah, yeah. it could can be found offensive to the the newest generation <laughs> like that's fucking ridiculous but. well it's it is but everyone's offended by everything nowadays yeah you so. literally cannot say a thing to uh not offend someone or get your ass cancelled or whatever have you yeah it is a it's a fine line we walk especially in the sort of this got a like, line of activities we do like podcasts and youtube and stuff it's dangerous ground yeah well luckily for me i don't care at all if i get canceled because <laughs> i mean what like I, i'm still gonna do my show yeah like, um it's it's on my website so if you can't get it on apple or spotify or anything like that you can get it from the website so yeah true thing is we're not no a-list celebrities that's gonna uh yeah have to worry about that kind of shit are we so yeah yeah, that's doesn't that's really definitely mean much, uh, does it? That's definitely a major point there. But I'm sure, my, I'm sure my 50 listeners are not going to uh, all run away. <laughs> yeah, so. but that is—I mean—that is something that you got to worry about being on uh, YouTube. 
Um, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, if you do, uh, have any progress with being monetized, I mean, they could cut that off. So, yeah. I mean, that's why I sort of, I stick to what I'm doing on YouTube because it's something that's, I mean, I can't get monetized on one of the channels anyway, because I'm doing cigar and they yeah. tobacco's against their rules in it. So, um, which is no reason why I did a separate channel for it, but um, I'm a long way off getting monetized anyway. And um, the case of that one, I've even stopped, like, I've even started cutting out swear words now. Yeah. Because it's just, it's annoying because that's just who I am. Yeah. I don't mean to do I'm not doing it for effect. I just, I just swear. It's just, just in my lingo, but yeah. Have you, uh, you ever had what any, head, have you ever had any uh, head injuries? Like any, any major head injuries or no? No, no. Okay. Cause I, what? Uh, no. why you ask? Uh, because I, I guess that's linked to uh foul language, like people that have had um, mm. like major head, head injuries tend to swear more. So that's, that's my oh, okay. excuse. Cause I had, I had amnesia for a day and a half once. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my fallback for uh, me having the mouth that I have. It made you forget how to be a gentleman. Exactly. Well, I don't know if I ever really knew, but so. <laughs> all right. So I'm upset we're having a conversation today, and you've got normal colored hair. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've caught, uh, I've, caught you, I've caught you too late, and I. Yeah, it's uh, it's been what uh, a little over two weeks since I got it like all cleaned up. Um, yeah. But yeah, for a month I had to walk around with that shag on my head, and uh. <laughs> It was ridiculous, but yeah, I think I'm going to keep my hair short through the summer this year instead of letting it grow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll still have like a baby Afro come St. Baldrick's, but uh, <laughs> since I'm keeping the beard, I just, uh, it's been, it's been like 10 years since I've had short hair through the summer and I, I really miss it. So, <laughs> well, I've got no choice. <laughs> yeah. God made me this way. <laughs> yeah. But. Hey, you have the, you have the beard to make up for it. Oh, exactly. Yeah, no, that grows very well. So I'll grow uh, another couple of inches. Yeah, that's. I'm curious. That's what to see she how, said how anyway. Long What's that? <laughs> that's what she said anyway. Yeah, yeah. Grown a couple of inches. <laughs> <laughs> always, always. But um, so uh, how's uh Jigs Lounge doing? It's all right. I'm actually sitting in here now. Um, I've moved out of the because we moved house. Uh, first of april so i said to pack up where i was before i literally just did it in the shed at the bottom of the garden yeah uh, keeps the smoke out of the way kids don't like it and so on and so forth bit bit of privacy down there but um so i've upgraded to a garage now yeah oh that's garage so yeah uh, no I, I i understand uh one of the <laughs> one of the shows one of the shows that my uh my kid watches like it was like uh he doesn't watch it anymore he's he's grown out of it but it was like some uh some gecko it was like gecko's garage and uh, all right so yeah I'm, I'm i'm used to that term plus uh <laughs> plus bluey um but you know, bluey yeah it's uh that's, that's lost on me it, it is uh it's an australian kids cartoon um that's on disney through the bbc or however the hell all that works out but uh right. it's it's uh it's the best damn kids show that I've seen. You know, it's uh it's good. It's good stuff. But, uh, I'm gonna have to pop another kid out then to uh 
have an excuse to watch it. Yeah. Well, that's how old is your youngest? Uh, seven. Yeah. Yeah, a little, uh, little past the edge there. Yeah, it's awful. But yeah, it's a good, it's a good show for parents as well as the kids. So, in my opinion, anyway. So, I'll tell you what then. But yes, I know. As far as that, yeah, I've, I haven't, I haven't actually recorded anything in here yet. Um, I, uh, I'll start. I'm going to start doing things a bit differently because I just always like get a cigar. There's another reason why I just, like smack save the better ones because I've bought save the better cigars for the channel because obviously it'll probably help get more views and stuff because people might want to know about the cigar. But um, I, I, I'd sort of buy one, so I'll do the video and I'll be smoking it as I was recording. So one, it's long winded and it takes a fucking hell of a time to edit it down and um i think you miss things sometimes you know if, you know if, as you you know it depends what you've eaten in the day and stuff and whatever have you it sort of it does affect the taste of the cigar quite a lot so i'm gonna start a new thing now which i've just started i'm gonna buy if i'm gonna do a cigar on it i'll buy two minimum so i can have one smoke it in my own time take the notes down and then head over and record in a few days after that do the cigar again, see if it changed. And then also, I've, I've got the notes to fall back on from the first time I smoked it. So yeah. um, I had a, it, I had a placentia today, the um, Alma Fuerte. I haven't had any placentias yet. It was a nice smoke. It was very really nice. I keep hearing nothing but good things about them. I just haven't made it to go pick any up. It's um, yeah, it's a nice like soft box press. Uh, it's really like, real chocolatey, like creamy and nutty it was it, but like on a, on a good level it's quite sweet and savory at the same time it was, it was a really nice cigar so i'll probably uh record a video monday or sunday it's got bank holiday over here in england so uh get that going that's... the balvini caribbean cask i think i'll go for with that because um i had a co- I had a coffee with it and the sweetness brought out a bit more flavor so i thought i'll go for like a sweet whiskey to try and complement it yeah you just uh you just did a uh... One of the Ardbed bottles, didn't you? Yeah, the uh, I'm part of the committee, and um, obviously a couple times a year they bring out a committee only bottle leaves. Sort of got to go online and um, get in a queue, basically, and hopefully you get picked until you until they sell out. And um, the last two, I've been quite lucky. The one before I got was the fur mutation one, so I got fruit and got that one. And this one was actually a um, a gift from a subscriber. Oh, right. The hardcore. So, yes, I was pretty happy about that. So, yeah. So yeah I did that video. That. I let you record it and put it out last night. So, right on. Yeah, it's, I seen that pop up. I still have to check it out. But, mm. so. Well, I'm going to, um, I'm going to send, uh, I'm sending Kelly a sample of it to do for his channel. Yeah. So, I mean, um, yeah, just let me know if you want to want a sample. I'll ship you one over. Ah. Uh. Maybe, maybe some other time right now. I'm, mm. it's a busy time of work and it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know what kind of time I'm going to have to enjoy anything. So. Oh, fair enough. But, um, that's not a good time. Then. No, that's, I, I literally finish up my vacation tomorrow and then I'm right back into doubles all week, um, mm. to, to head back after vacation. It's like, man, this sucks. But yeah, big time. Oh well. What does he actually do? Uh I work at the steel mill. Uh training right. to be training to be a mechanic at the mill. Okay. No. I got a couple more classes to take. Um 
and the, the, the classes are just generally uh, like a week and a half and you test on it and you're good. Uh, but I've still got welding left and welding's like three months. So, Jeez. but that's, it should be a good thing, but we'll see. Cause generally, mm-hmm. generally while you're in training, you're working straight days. So, right. It's uh, hopefully things will balance out with that. Yeah. Not so, so I, I don't think I mentioned what I was smoking. I, I got the uh, lost and found Swedish delight from 21. Um, and it looks like it's uh, a horse getting a blowy from a dog. <laughs> I, I don't know if you could. Can you see that? Oh, or... shit. Yeah, no, I can't now. Yeah, it's perfect now. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's a hell of a band. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, which I mean that that's uh that's another topic going on in the in the uh at least the U.S. industry right now is uh you know marketing towards kids and like what what they're calling cigars and all that. But you got a uh, you you familiar with Half Wheel? No, uh, I think so. Like halfwheel.com. Uh, they do like cigar reviews and whatnot, but they're, I don't know, like one of, one of the industry standards for reviews, but they basically put out a hit piece on, uh, JSK, um, uh, Crowell saying that they're marketing to kids with, uh, cause he's got a new line coming out called munchies and, uh, they're saying that he's marketing towards kids, but they, they just completely annihilate him but no mention whatsoever of any other cigar companies doing the same thing like you know swedish delight um yeah i know one, one cookie monster one yeah, isn't there yeah I, I was just about to say the cookie monster is another one and you know the list goes on but they they just no uh, the industry doesn't like jsk but right scapegoat for everyone else yeah i don't it's, it's I can't see how they associate with marketing for kids, though, because obviously it's not being marketed for kids anyway. It's, it's tobacco, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, the, that's the major point. Like, you know, they're, they're all premium cigars, and premium cigars are sold in, you know, cigar lounges, cigar stores where kids aren't allowed, you know. Yeah. But, you know, that's, that's how it goes. Yeah, you're not wrong there. But yeah, I am. I did. I did hear that they were on about just trying to just stop bands in general, just make all cigars bandless. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I can't remember where I, where I read that on. I've read it or heard it, but um, I don't know how that would go. I mean, the band, the bands are are almost their own industry. Uh, you know, with with how with how artful they could be um yeah but yeah unless uh they just do all of the illustrations on the box and yeah you know i yeah i, I don't know how that would work out well i don't think it could because i mean I, I mean i love a good band i'm not gonna you know yeah if i see a cigar with a, a good band on it for me it does pull me in because i'm a sucker for marketing i'm the same when i buy a bottle of whiskey or whatever i feel right but if i'd rather you know i'd rather have a good cigar 
band and a a shit cigar of a good band. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't I don't tend to buy boxes because, like I said, cigars over here are expensive. But you, you you're looking at 150 to 200 pound minimum for a box of 10 cigars, whatever I've here in this country. Oh. And I'm going to shove them in my humidor. If they've got no spans on them, I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, exactly. So that's when everyone's going to have to get the little the little white labels and write down what they mm. are. And but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. got time for that. So uh, tell us about uh, Jigs Reviews. Yeah. Um, the thing is that I'm not sure if you knew before, but I podcast with a bunch of mates about the Don't Touch Your Bugles podcast. Yep. And when we were doing that, I was quite, just for promotion reasons, I was quite into doing stuff. I did a few YouTube videos for us, but it was just me talking to the camera and bringing in parts of the podcast and showing a few clips of it and stuff. And I actually got to a point where I was enjoying that more than the podcast. And, I mean, it's easy for me, you and me. You know, we, we work on our own or, I mean, more so yourself was just recently isn't it? You started doing like a few on your own ones, um, but you've always had guests and stuff. But it just got to a point where more people were putting in more work than the others and it became hard work. It wasn't fun anymore. So I was like, I'm just going to go on my own because I'm going to go on my own. I'll carry on doing the podcasting, but YouTubing is something that I prefer doing. And I thought, well, I don't know why I went to review thing. I think it's because I wanted to call my podcast Jigs Views and because it rhymes with reviews. I thought, it's already sort of written in script sort of things. So I thought, why not? And it's just, it's just gone from there. <laughs> but it started off where I just wanted to do stuff, sort of like male grooming bits. You know, I've, it wasn't really to start with drink and stuff. I wanted to do things that were maybe a bit more obscure because I know like there's a lot of men out there that want to trim their ball sack, but are too embarrassed to <laughs> go down that line or ask about it. So I thought if I do videos about it, then it'll be helpful. And to be fair, it is because they're like my most popular videos. To be fair. But being a lover of whiskey, I thought I'll start doing whiskey reviews on there as well and rum reviews. And obviously, that turned into Juice's Lounge because of the whole cigars and not being. I didn't want all my videos brought down. The ones I've worked hard on them, so I thought I'd put them all in one place and it went from there, really. Yeah. No, that's, uh, it seems like mm. you've got a pretty good mix uh, with, with everything that you do. What keeps it interesting, doesn't it? If you, if you do just sort of stick to one thing, um, especially on your own, you know, like, like with you, obviously you, it's, a, it's a cigar podcast predominantly, isn't it? And loads of people have got different experiences, different feelings, different conversations to be had about it because we all do things differently. So for that, it works. But for me, doing it on my own, it's, it's having a good mix of things to do keeps it interesting, keeps you wanting to do it. And yeah. when you want to do something, you do it better, don't you? No, oh, yeah. But, so, yeah, it's, I, I definitely give you props because, man, doing doing solo stuff is is rough, like at, at least for me. Uh, it's getting an, it's getting a little better that I've done a few of them, but um, yeah, I I definitely rather have somebody to talk to. It's funny because like right off the rip when I listen because I listen to your like I don't I haven't listened to all of your podcasts but I've listened to everything you put out probably in the last year or so since I've got to know you a bit more. Um, obviously not personally, but you know what I mean? And um, I listened to the, the first one you did on your own and it was like you've been doing it before already. I mean, because you, you know, you know what you're doing. You're not embarrassed to put a pair of headphones on and stick a microphone in front of your face. It's sort of, it's going to flow naturally in a way already. So you've already halfway there and 
awful. It sounded great. Well, that's uh, the the my the whole thing with it is the the editing on it because like the the first one I did, I think I don't know, it was somewhere around like forty five minutes or something. But I think I edited it for I don't know three four hours just because yeah. of all the the dead air and the silences and the the ums and all that shit. So I still do that now. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh I, I I don't know the last one I did it wasn't like that but I actually had uh things like that I knew I wanted to, like I I had the deer story. I mean that was that was easy to you know that's already all in my head instead of trying to come yeah. up with shit on the fly. But so I just got to uh, I... try to keep that in mind and try to stick to when I have shit to talk about to record. Yeah, well, just put like putting notes down in it in your phone and stuff. I mean, when I when I first started doing it, I literally used to write a script, and I could just tell listening. But I still have loads of dead air and buttons and hours to cut out and whatever. I still do now, but it sounded so scripted. It literally sounded like I was reading it, and this I just thought this sounds shit. So I just literally <laughs> I went from that to bullet points and notes on my phone and just just did it off the head, and it's worked better ever since then. It's just more natural, isn't it? Yeah. Nothing yeah. worse than listening to someone and they sound like they're reading. Uh, it's, not, a, it's not a good listen at all. I think uh, on one, I had like a story written out and like I, I could tell that I was reading it. I didn't, I'm sure everybody else could too. But, you know, <laughs> I, I had this all written out. It's like, all right, this should take like, you know, 15 minutes or so. Um, so I sat here, I, I read it all out and like I look at the the timestamp and it's like, oh, four minutes. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah. On, on to the next subject. <laughs> Thing is, if it's short, it's short. It doesn't really matter, does it? If you you know, if you get to that 15, 20 minute mark, you don't know I me. Mean, don't think is how many people actually sit and listen to a full podcast nowadays. But like you don't normally have time, do you? You sort of on the way to work or maybe on your break and you don't really get time to listen to a two, three hour podcast on this straight off the, you sort of break it up a little bit, bit by bit. So it's like a 20 minute job or whatever. And it's not yeah. the end of the world, is it? Yeah. That's, I mean, I used to, I used to split mine when I, when I ran long, I used to split it into part one, part two. And then I, I finally realized like people know how to pick it up later. Like, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter if I split it or not. Um, you know, people know where the pause button's at. People know where the plays button at or play play button's at. So I stopped worrying about it. And I don't know. I don't know if uh, anybody listens to all of the long ones or not, or if they get tired of listening to me and just, just you know, never come back or, you know, how it goes. <laughs> but I don't know. I, man, I, I, I don't know. I don't pay attention. I, I mean, I check every once in a while, like the, the, the tracking. And it's like, uh, you know, all right, whatever. It's like, you know, 60, 80, a couple of them, you know, are over a hundred. And, um, so I, I know that I don't have, you know, a shitload of people listening, which is, I guess, another reason why I don't have to give a shit. Um, <laughs> but I mean, just being, being on the 100% on the hobby side of it makes it easier too. So, oh, definitely, definitely. But, I've, I've had, I've had a few people from like other shows tell me like, Oh no, you got it. You got a bigger following than you think. It's like, I don't, I don't think so. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm it, tracking it. I know what I got. Yeah, well, like it, and if I do, like, you know, shit, man, interaction is so hard to come by. Like, oh. you know, you could sit here and tell people to send you an email that just says fuck off or, you know, hi or anything. And, you know, I like the couple of times that I ran contests, I think the uh the most responses I got from a single contest was like five responses. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, I, I'm literally like sending giving stuff away. Yeah for free and all you have to do is send me an email with your fucking name you know i'm yep. not even i'm not even asking for your address or anything like you know obviously unless you win uh like if you could send an anonymous email i wouldn't give a shit like i you know i don't do anything with the fucking email addresses that are in my account like you know <laughs> i always i think it's worse in england to be honest because um i mean like if we go back to curtis and the boys like I always, like, everyone in America, I find, seems to all set up a Patreon pretty much off the rip. You know, it's just like, this is the thing to do. And back when we had our um, podcast, like I said to the lads, like, maybe we should start a Patreon. I think we actually had more listeners. Um, I think my bloody misses his makeup on the end of my nose. Um, we used to have, like, um, <laughs> the sort of got a white nose. Um, yeah, uh, and so I said to them, they're like, no, 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 I can't do that. It's embarrassing. Like, people don't like to ask or expect to be given things for for doing what you do. It's, it's a bit of a taboo thing over here. And I was like, no, no fuck it. Let's, let's do it. They were dead against it because I was out of vote. We didn't bother. So, I mean, I did it for myself. But it's just not done. I mean, I've seen people who have got, sorry to say, but like fucking awful YouTube channels. And they, they list their patrons afterwards. And there's like a, a list of like 50 people that are paying yeah. these people monthly. But yeah. over here, no one wants to give me any money, which, you know, it's, it's just up to you. I'm not, I'm not begging anything, but it's just, I find it funny. It's such a, in England, it's such a taboo thing. It's like, oh, I fucking give him anything. Well, that's, I mean, tipping in general isn't part of the culture out there either, is it? No, yeah. definitely so, not. I mean, I think, I think that's a big difference here. And, and now here, uh, if you ask me, it's getting out of fucking control because now I, I mean, the, the cashier at the grocery store might as well, might as well have a fucking tip jar. Like I, every, everybody's, everybody's got a tip jar now. And it's like, wait, like, and it's like, you know, if it's, if it's something that like, I don't know, I, I don't think you should have to tip for this. Uh, I always feel bad. Going if I don't. Above and beyond, are they? Yeah. But they're just doing their job. It's not that they're doing anything specifically for you and making your experience more pleasurable. Yeah. And that's, you know, I mean, go- and that's like, as far as like going out to eat and everything, like I, I, think i'm pretty generous and you know from talking to people it's you know uh a little bit more than the the industry standard if you will uh depending on the service you know if the service sucks you'll still get a tip but it ain't gonna be you know what what you could have got you know (laughs) well i am i mean i've been to america a couple of times and i think 2012 was the last time i went I think it was like 10% of the standard then. I don't know if that's changed now or. Yeah, it's doubled. Yeah. It's, it's and, 20. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and I, I, I got pissed the other night. You know, the family went out. We went out to this, uh, it's like a bowling arcade restaurant type, type joint, um, somewhat new in town. And we went there. And on the menu, it, it straight up says, you know, uh, all food and beverage will have an 18% gratuity 
added on automatically. And it's like, you know, for one, uh, like me and Curtis were talking about it in the, uh, in the discord. Um, but you know, like me and him, like what we, we told him like, yeah, we start at 20 and then go up or down from there. That, that depends on the service. So right. it's like, yeah. Uh, being forced to, to do 18 right off the bat. It's like, ah, and honestly, the service wasn't that good. Like I didn't, I didn't yeah. mind, I didn't mind the tip, but, uh, it wasn't, it, it was average, you know? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's, but like everywhere, um, you know, what, the, the, the coffee shop, all right. The coffee shop, like if, if I'm, if I'm a regular there, which I am, and, um, you know, you remember what I want to drink or, uh, you know, that type of shit, then yeah, you're going to get a tip. But if I go into a random coffee shop, like, all right, you're just making this drink, how you would make it for anybody else. And it doesn't matter. So, um, I, I know you're making more than a fucking waiter or waitress. So, uh, yeah, but I, I don't know. Uh, some people might think I'm an asshole, but fuck them. I'm guaranteeing no one listening to this other pond will think you are. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I, I'm not even joking. Most times you go out for a, if you go out for a meal over here, I mean, I'm not in some restaurants. I've started to do that shit. I started to put it in the thing, but you can say, no, I'm not paying that. And they're like, okay, fair enough. And yeah, slag you off, slag you off afterwards, I'm sure. But literally, if I go out for a meal and it was a good service, we might leave a five on the table. That's just, that's just how we do. Yeah. 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 But I mean, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, uh, the, the, the industry makes a, a decent wage out there. Uh, that that's, that's the problem out here is that they pay, they pay wait staff garbage. You know, the, I think the minimum yeah. wage for wait staff is still $2 and 13 cents an hour. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's, we haven't... that, that, that's yeah, where, that's why, you know, the, the tipping is standard, uh, which, you know, which is why I don't mind tipping, but, um, you know, I, I even, I even mentioned, uh, like, you know, if they, if the restaurant incorporated that 18% into the cost of the food on the menu, great. I got no problem paying it, yeah. you know, because that's, that's the company stepping up and saying, all right, you know, we're going to pay our employees more and that's going to reflect yeah. in the prices. All right. That's fine. You know, at least you're doing the right thing and paying your, paying your staff better than oh, fucking dollars right. and 13 cents, you know? It makes more sense in that aspect then. I mean, in over here, we have a you have a set standard minimum wage across the country, no matter what job you do. So, and it goes from ages. I mean, like my 16 year old, she will get like five pounds an hour because that's what it is for her age. But once you get to like 21, I think it's like 10 pounds something an hour minimum. And then obviously, not everyone pays that. You, you're restaurants and you, you work in retail, you're going to earn that kind of money. But if you've got any kind of proper job uh obviously people listening can't hear that so i'm not slacking people yeah. with jobs above that <laughs> little bit but i mean i mean like you know something a bit more about about it then um you know you'll get you more more money an hour whatever have you no i i that that sounds like a really good way to do it you know having the the age uh you know minimum wage for your entry level uh your your youngins and you know once mm. you reach a certain age it gets bumped up i i like that there's a lot of things we do over in money wise that you, you need to step up to, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> From doctoring and everything. 
it's uh yeah I, man that's another thing like certain jobs since everything's going online uh you know like for for instance like lawyers uh you know lawyer used to be you know the one of one of the most uh pristine careers that you could go for um mm -hmm. now with things like legal zoom and shit like that like you know you, you get a you get a degree as a lawyer and your your entry is you know garbage <laughs> you know unless you have your mm -hmm. own practice it's uh you know you might as well be working at the at the mill or, or something you know yeah yeah it's it's pretty fucked up i think that nowadays yeah <laughs> and then if Which you want to talk, what's that and that's why we have to drink and smoke more that's right but uh <laughs> Yeah. And that's the, you know, the sad thing about that is you can't even have that conversation with most people over here anymore because one side's going to get butt hurt and no matter what you're wrong. And, yeah. you know, it's just, it's, it's crazy, but mm. at least that's what the media will tell you. Oh, <laughs> I just started on that rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a never, that's a never ending conversation. With, oh yeah. Uh, no right or wrong, isn't it? Fucking hell. Is that a giant flask above your shoulder? It's not giant. It's, well, I don't know how many... Oh, it, it, the view. Yeah, yeah, eight ounces, that is. Okay. No, like it, went from, from the angle, it looked like, you know, it was further back and it was like half the size of that plaque that you got there. It's like, shit, that's, <laughs> that's huge. <laughs> Center thing, you got like a, le a liter flask. Big. Yeah. <laughs> So I was watching a program the other day and um have you ever heard of Jimmy Savile? I've heard of him. I'm not what who is he? So he was a sort of TV celebrity, become a bit of a national treasure in our country back in the 80s and 90s, oh. 70s. Oh, kids? Look, pedophile, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he was a he was a massive cigar smoker. He always had a cigar out of his mouth. But I watched that the other day and he used to carry around his own hip flask. And it was probably about five liters in size. It was fucking Jeez. massive. And he still he used to walk around under his arm. <laughs> Man knew how to get, have a good time, I guess. Just uh, yeah. uh, a little too much of a good time, I guess. Yeah, I'm sure it's full of Jesus juice, I'm sure. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But... It's quite... Um, not too bad now actually it's nice to uh you set this up really it give me a chance to sit in here and uh test the place out yeah right on so how long ago did you guys move mm. since the first of uh, april so yeah we've been here about three weeks now right on congratulations yeah, we had, um, yeah thank you it's um i mean I, I, you renting is more of a common thing over in america isn't it what's up from what renting oh yeah um yeah uh unfortunately uh that's another topic that we can get into but like it you know basically your your the credit companies uh force you to to not be able to buy a house and you know like you're you could have a you know you could have a 800 dollars mortgage uh and the bank will tell you that you can't pay for that but you've been paying a 1200 dollars a month rent for the past three years you know yeah it's yeah that's a whole nother 
debacle. So yeah, because I'm, I'm, I do own a house, but obviously my ex-wife lives there with my daughter, and um, so me and my partner, we did live somewhere, and we um, we signed a new contract to stay there a bit longer because we sort of do it another six months or year increments over her. And uh, we'd literally just had her over the weekend before, the landlady, because there was something that needed fixing. Obviously, when it's rented, you just let them get on fix. So I'm not touching anything. Why should I pay you high enough money every month? And uh, she came and got that looked at and sorted. And then the next day, told us that we need to move out because she's split over a partner and she needs the house back. So we literally had like a month to rush around and find oh, somewhere boy. new to live. And luckily, this came up. Um, and to be fair, it's perfect size the place where we live it's just it's just close to the schools and that kind of shit but it was such a that's one thing i hate about it because obviously it's something i'm not had to worry about for 10 15 years and now sort of back in this sort of renting style and it's just it's this hassle yeah so hopefully it won't be for too long is the uh but, is the housing market going crazy out by you as well or yeah, I mean it's it's a good thing for like for homeowners because I the house the price I bought my original house for is doubled since I brought it. So to sell it, making yeah. a, a decent profit, but obviously that ain't gonna be happening anytime soon. But yeah, it has gone ridiculous and things are getting snatched up everywhere you look. There's building houses everywhere. Like there's new estates going up everywhere with like two three hundred houses in each estate. Yet you try and find someone to live and there's nothing about. Yeah. Yeah, we literally looked and nothing's gone on the market since we moved here. So we were quite lucky to get this when we did or we've been in the bus stop. Yeah, that's uh, here. It's as soon as something goes up, it's it's gone. Uh, like when yeah. we bought when we bought this house, it's been uh, six and a half years now. August will be seven years. Um, like we bought like we, we were actually on our way to make an offer on a duplex like half of a duplex and um so kind of stop here what can you explain a duplex it's not a term i'm familiar with. uh like a, a duplex is just basically like a a big house split in two there's there's two units so you got a you know you got you know say a two bedroom one bath on this side two bedroom one bath on that side and um and someone live in that one separately it's yeah two, like, oh, we call that a semi-detached house over it oh yeah semi-detached yeah, yeah. It's a duplex, okay, right, I'll get you. Um, but yeah, I mean, duplex, triplex, and we have, you know, townhouses, which essentially the same thing, only bigger. Um, you know, it's still like two units, but just bigger house. But Right. Um, but uh, yeah, now it's like, you know, we, we need to look for a bigger house because uh, we need, we don't need it, but we'd like to have another bedroom. We got a boy and a girl now, so. It'd be nice if they could both have their own own room. Uh, yeah, but uh, that that's where the problem comes in. Is you know we can make fifty percent more on our house when we sell, but essentially we're going to be paying fifty percent more on whatever we buy, and it's going to be bigger. And yep, you know that's that's rough. But now we'll see what happens here. Yeah, well, it's, it's still it's still a step up either way. And like I said, they're both getting their own room, and it it works, doesn't it? So I'm yeah. lucky we got five girls, so <laughs> a bit of bedroom sharing that doesn't matter. Yeah, five girls. 
no, they're not, they're not all in the same house, right? Your daughter, you have one daughter on your, so yeah, previous? so my, my daughter lives with my ex-wife and my partner's eldest is 19. So she lives on her own with her partner. All right. We've got the, we've got the three in the middle. Yeah. But yeah. um, yeah, two of them have to share a room. We've got a three bedroom house here. It's getting a four bedroom house, puts like rent up by about another 400 pound a month. Yeah. Which is just an happening. <laughs> so how, how do you deal with all that estrogen? To be fair, before I even had kids, it was always a case of I'd rather have girls than boys. Because I don't know, boys are little fuckers, aren't they? Not that <laughs> girls are much better, but I don't know. They're just they're just like mentalists, aren't they? Running around headbutting everything. It's just too much crazy for me. Where girls got their own kind of crazy, but it's not as punching the balls kind of thing, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, definitely pros and cons there, I guess. Yeah. Less um less ball punching, more mind fucking. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely not wrong there. More 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 mental games instead of physical games. Yeah. So especially in the t- in the team section. Yeah. Yeah. So outside yeah, no, the No, go ahead. No, no, it's it's, it's, it's nothing negative. Crack on, sir. So, uh, you've got a TikTok as well, and mm. you're uh, most of most of what you do is at work, right? Yeah, on the, on the TikTok, yeah. and it's so I know you've explained it on Bearded Idiots, but mm-hmm. you you clean seeds is is what I've gotten out I of it. Do. So how like yeah, what, what I exactly? Yeah, I do, but that has come to an end. Oh yeah. So yeah, I've I've just been I've been promoted, so I'm the um uh, my title is site operative, so I'm I'm in charge of health and safety and the general conditions and everything of the yard. So people coming in, people going out, orders and health and safety and general looking after the yard. So I've, that's my job now, but um. For this for this year i've still got one more harvest to do as a seed cleaner as an operator so um it's a basically uh farmers you know they grow bees peas beans barley wheat linseed rapeseed whatever and whilst when they combine it it's still got the chaff and the straw and all the crap in there they don't want so i go to the farm in a lorry my lorry's got a machine inside it a static plant and um, I put the seed through. I take the rubbish out, fine tune it so it's just a good, clean, big, bold seed left at the end. And then, if whether they want it or not, depending, mostly they do. It gets treated with a, a, a insecticide or a fungicide. All right, so that makes help sense. it grow and not get diseased when it starts growing. To help it have it grow and not get chewed yeah. up or rotten. So, so yeah, that is, that is what I do. So you're not going to be seed bay anymore, then, huh? Well, I'm still gonna be around. They're still seed in the yard, so I can't. I can't let seed bay die. Yeah, <laughs> my my alter ego. Well, <laughs> 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 refer. I was, I was doing TikTok before because I, I sort of. It's like most social media things. It comes out. Everyone's doing it. You get an account, and you sort of just go on it and don't really get too involved. And um, the trip is also, like I said, I've got. But house full of girls and they're TikTok's obsessed. You know, they literally 
what we call, I call it TikTok Tourette's. They literally walk into a room and they're just doing a dance. They can't fucking keep still all the time. Like they'll be sitting there quietly and all of a sudden one of them will get up and start dancing. Like there's no music or anything. They're fucking dancing around. Like, so I was like, I need to get on this a bit more just to sort of join in with what's going on in the house. So um, I'm a big, I, I, I love the Salt Bay guy. I think he's fucking brilliant. So um, I just thought, I was just on the job one day. I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to do it with some seeds and call it Steve Bound. I just kept on doing it. And then the videos that I did seemed to have got more views and interest than anything else I was doing. So um, I just carried on doing it, basically. A bit of fun. Same deal when I'm bored at work. I have plenty of time to piss about. So I thought, why not? Yeah. But yeah. to be fair, I've sort of I've sort of come off TikTok a bit now because um, I did... I'm, I, to be fair, I think the video, well, not the video, the meme I saw was originally posted in the Beard Idiots Discord. And it was the old, um, it was a picture of someone wearing a seatbelt, but standing up. And it had the uh, line of, uh, for the COVID people that drive on their own, who wear a mask, we've got yeah. a new seatbelt for you to keep safe when you're walking around. And I thought that was brilliant. So I literally just did that and then did a picture of me overlapping it, just laughing at it. And it hit nearly a million views. Oh geez, and um, and I got a lot of hate. The amount of fucking toxicity I got like sent to me through fucking the, the comment section. It was hilarious. I was just back and forth arguing with people, but because it got to that, and obviously the girls get their couple of thousand likes. I was like, I've completed it now. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> See how <that> goes. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok What's... completed. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, end of game. Yeah. And also, I did, um, before I even really knew you, I did a piss take TikTok of you as well. No, you did. Uh, <laughs> that's And I I started recording one as you, and I just couldn't do it. Like, you know, my <laughs> the, the, the accent would go from English to Irish to, you know, like, and just to, like, country. And I was like, yeah, I'd fuck it. I, I can't I can't I can't do it with a straight face and a straight accent. So well my American accent wasn't good because it could have been from any state or a multiple like mix of states, but the one word I couldn't get out in American was garden. Yeah. That just sounded so English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh our our gardens are how is how is your garden? Uh I'm not doing it this year. So oh. uh, that's, I'm going to let the, the grass take over, uh, again, uh, like I said, you know, hopefully we'll be selling the house sooner than later. So, um, instead of having a, a dirt patch there, uh, if we, mm-hmm. if we decide to sell sooner, um, you know, it won't, it won't look as bad. Yeah. A nice full garden would look nice, uh, to yeah. somebody who wanted to buy the house and had a garden or oh, want, sure. want, wanted a garden, but, um, you know, if if somebody's moving in and wants the the space for the dog or the kids or anything else, then you know, figure to be more enticing to have it, yeah, have it uh, yeah. regrown. Yeah, you can always do all the lazy fucks over in England do nowadays. After gardens, you go past now. I've got astro turf on them. Oh yeah, oh it's, yeah, um, fake grass everywhere. It's something they do in the desert. Um. Like in Phoenix, it's uh, when I was down there, at least anyway, um, it was either AstroTurf or River Rock that was just painted green. So 
you would just have a yard full uh, rocks like uh, stone uh, stones yeah just like the the big the big round stones um they they would just they just fill the yard with that and paint it green so mm. with with a cactus somewhere what's the bee got going on there because i do notice <laughs> yeah it's uh it's called Feargeist. It's a it's a local brew, uh, from yeah. New Oberfalls Brewery, right down the street from me. But it's uh, uh, an India Pale Ale that harnesses the spirit of fire, pale and bitter, and pale and bitter, a torch, uh, a parade of happiness. Thought it said it parade. Oh, a uh, pale and bitter, a torch lit parade of happiness. <laughs> Sorry, I can't read for shit today. But I do, I do get jealous of um, when I like nip through the Discord and have a look at what you guys are posting when you're putting your beers on there. You, you do have some lovely flavored like stouts and IPAs and that. Is that not big over there yet? Definitely or? a whole lot more variety than, than we get. Oh, it's big. IPA has been, you know, craft beers have been big for a long time, but the more, I don't know, you, they seem, you seem to get more variety. There seems to be more experimentation going on where you are, which is, you know, it's the same of anything. Going to a American's fucking corner store, liquor store, or whatever you call them, and um, you've got more of everything than, than we have. Flavours of chocolate, flavours of drinks. Yeah, but most of our shit's it's made with just well it's it uh, i was just i was just saying like most of, again you, you cut out you made of what uh mo- most of our snacks and drinks and everything are made of nothing but like sugar and corn and uh garbage mm-hmm. so whereas that's i like um um the swaps that you guys have been doing with the with the snacks uh the yeah. the english snacks sent this way and the american snacks sent that way and, uh, you know you look at the ingredients list on the on the uk snacks as you know a few ingredients and then you look at the ingredient list on ours and you got a couple of paragraphs you know <laughs> yeah totally i'm actually still waiting they'd actually um the boys actually said they're gonna send a snack Package my way at some point for uh, obviously I can at least I can use your goods, but uh, it'd be interesting to try some of these things. Yeah, that's uh, like the the one thing you did try was the uh, what the the peanuts and Coke. Yeah, yeah. But e- even then, like well, I, I fucked I up the first time because they literally said salted peanut. Yeah, that's I. I've never tried that. That's a that's more of a southern thing, but um, yeah, that's uh, I I thought it was funny when they got they got upset that you used Pepsi instead of Coke, but or did you? <laughs> it, it was Pepsi, right? I think we have some technical difficulties going yeah. on here. Yeah, yeah. Well, things they even said Coke. Really salty, so I got them. It's my first choice. I don't really drink Coke 
I'm, I'm a Pepsi person. And as soon as it landed, I got this from again with Coca-Cola. And to be 100% fair, it tasted so much better with Coca-Cola. Yeah. No, I lost you. Oh, there he is. Yeah. yeah. It, w- it wouldn't be a Zoom chat without a fucking disconnect, would it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you, you, were, you were getting chopped up uh, talking about the Pepsi and the Coke, the difference between the two. Yeah, I did big time. But uh, like I said, when I did it with the Coke, it was definitely the better option, which would normally go against my judgment. But yeah, with the Coke and the peanuts were delish. Yeah. And obviously the, the glass bottle has all made a difference as well because it sort of funnels it into your mouth a bit better. So yeah, it's definitely worth a try. Yeah. Give yourself a bit of southern practice. Yeah. But I haven't done it since. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that just shows it wasn't it wasn't earth changing but it yeah. was it was all right yeah yeah fair enough i think i'm a bit too healthy for that so what'd you do uh you said you were out here like 2001 2002 or when? uh 12 oh 2012, 2012. see I, I had it right just mixed up there's one in the yeah, you got the right numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so, what what were you out here for for then? Was it a business or pleasure? It was pleasure. It was my uh, stag do or bachelor party, as you'd say. Oh, right now, where'd you go? Uh, Vegas. Gotcha. It was, um, yeah, it's next level that place. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I, I hear Americans say that, I hear Americans say it's next level, but obviously for, for for England and what we have over here to go over there is literally well, Disneyland for adults. Yeah, that's. Uh, I've only been there once, and it was only for one night. So, went there, got hammered, oh, lost, lost oh, really? all my yeah. Went, got hammered, lost all my money, and drove back to Phoenix the next day. So, how long does that take? Uh, it was about, if I remember right, it was about six or eight hours, something like that. See, that's that's another thing that you guys are just your mentality is so different to ours. Like, I went to Manchester a couple of weeks ago because I'm I'm a Manchester United fan, football. So we travelled there. I went by train and that, and that's about three hours. And uh, I was not going out. Um, that's like three hours, and for for English people, that is a fucking ball lake. Yeah, that is far too far to travel. Yeah, I mean anything <laughs> over an hour for us is just like now, nah, fuck that, we'll leave it. Yeah, where you guys will literally travel so far to go and visit a friend or whatever have you. Yeah, that's uh, my parents. Uh, they, they drive, they live in Florida and they drive up here. Um, like they, they, they won't fly. So. Are we back, Brian? All right. Oh, we are back. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So you heard you say saying about parents. Yeah. They, uh, they live, they live in Florida and they don't, they don't fly. So they drive from florida to here which if you drive straight through it's about 18 hours 19 hours 
but they they split it. They stop in Tennessee and stay overnight. So they kind of split it to, you know, nine, ten hours a day, somewhere around there. But, Fuck. Yeah. Yep. And how old are your parents? Oh, come on, man. Don't put me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> let me see. My dad is 71. That would just never happen here. A 71-year-old would not <laughs> drive that fucking far. Hey, bitch, they got to drive half an hour down the road to go and see their own kids. <laughs> yeah, now 18 hours. Crazy talk. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, shit, man, that's, uh, used to, I, uh, driving places never really bothered me uh but now um you know because driving places you know you would make it fun like if you're on a road trip with your friends um you're you're fucking around the whole time but now that i'm older it's like all right i want to get there as fast as i can so that i could kick back relax and then do whatever we want um instead of like you know, all right, I could fly there in three hours. So we'll say a five hour trip overall with, with the airport and all that, or I could drive for 12, 14 hours. Um, yeah, I'm going to fly. <laughs> yeah. fair. <laughs> I think I'll be the same. So how was it, uh, when you came by, did you have to fly into New York and then Vegas or how did it go? Nice. No, no, I went, we went straight to Vegas. Oh, right on. How long was that? Yeah, straight there. Um, I think it's about eight hours, I think. Yeah. It's not bad. I think so. No. I have I've been to New York as well. Um, I went there a couple of years before I went to Vegas. Um I don't think there's much I think now it's around around eight, eight, ten to twelve hours. Yeah. And then uh yeah, I've been to Vegas and I've also been to I went to Florida. We did the whole Disneyland thing in about 2000. I think I was about 2001, I think. So you were, you were actually right, but on a different trip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But oh, that's, um, yeah, that's, you definitely need to save to go to Disney. That's, we went, we went for half a day. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like it, it was, it was storming when we were down there. And my parents are about an hour and a half from Disney. And it was storming in the morning. I was like, uh, you know, screw it. We'll, we'll drive down to Orlando and we could find other stuff to do. And if the weather clears up, we'll head to Disney. Um, so, and that, that's what we ended up doing. The storm cleared up. We go to Disney for half the day, uh, you know, the, the evening and whatnot. And yeah, with my parents, uh, my wife, my son, and myself, um, you know, I, I'd have to say we probably spent in half a day, probably $1,500, you know, between all of us, you know, it's okay. like, holy shit. You know, like a, th- a third Dude. of that, a third of that was just admission. Know. But, yeah. I mean, I, I got taken, I went with my, my girlfriend and her parents back and back then. So I, I couldn't tell you what things cost because they took care of most stuff and my parents paid for my flight and all that shit. So I don't really know what it cost. But I do know when I went to New York and I went to Vegas, both of them times I went, the English pound was worth double the American dollar. Yeah. So whatever I took, 
my money doubled, but the things are still the same price. So I was literally bloody balling over there when I went because <laughs> my money was doubled. So <laughs> and that's, everything was like, yeah, I'll have that, I'll have that, I'll have that. That's that's how it used to be when uh when I was younger and we'd go up to Canada because uh we it was it wasn't quite as drastic, but it, you know, uh, the exchange rate was like a buck seventeen Canadian for one American dollar, you know. And um yeah. But if you went to the strip club or the casino to exchange your money, you got a buck twenty-five. So you got like an eight cent premium for taking your money to the casino or the strip club. Uh, so obviously that's what in. we did. Yeah. <laughs> so don't blame you. I don't think I took advantage enough of going to strip clubs when I went to Vegas. To be fair. Yeah. That's I don't know. I yeah. I mean, I guess. I don't. I was. I was never really that big of a fan of strip clubs. Just, um, I don't know. Uh, I heard somebody say it once, and it's always stuck with me. But uh, the strip club is the only place where everyone gets fucked and nobody gets laid. You know, that's, you know, with <laughs> with with the internet and everything else, like you get all the porn and everything that you could possibly want. Basically, get you know more of the effect for free than uh you know sitting here and you know making it rain at the strip club yeah it's live and in person but i don't know I must admit, you, you do you have a better way of of the whole layout of a strip club i found in america did go it's just the way it is is it's more Natural, we go in, and obviously, you've got your little bar, so you can just go and sit and have a drink. If you're not really bothered, you just left alone. Where the Moroccan market, like every three seconds, someone's like, Give me your money, pay for this, you want this, come in here. And it's like, Just fucking let me have a drink. <laughs> I, I, you were breaking up. Are you talking about at the strip club? Well, there, we, <laughs> there we go again. I might keep my. I answers to things short. That's why I go on a monologue. It cuts out. <laughs> <laughs> so were, were you, were you saying uh, like the difference between the strip clubs there and here is yeah. Uh, you get bothered there more than you do here or. Oh, big time, big time. You literally, you can't step one foot in the door and you've got six strippers that are like, I want your money. Come in this room. I'll give you a dance. I'll do this, do that. Whereas you go there, you just walk around, you take a seat, you get a drink, you can chill out. You can not do anything if you don't want to. And it's just, uh, I don't know. Things have changed, but it was, it was like, it, I mean, maybe because it's so bad over here, over there, it felt quite free and easy. Yeah. That, that, or you if me? you were, if you were at a classy place, I guess maybe it would be that way. But uh, is there any classy places in Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, that's I, I don't know. I've, I've never been to one in Vegas, so uh, yeah, it might, mm. it might be different there. But no, I mean, out here, um, it was funny. Like one time, uh, a friend of mine started bartending at a strip club out here, and it was a small place. Uh, so I mean, I'll, I'll give him that. But I had I had a big afro at the time, and I I went there just to say hello to my friend, have a couple of beers. And, you know, talk to her for a little bit and, you know, yeah, basically, you know, just like you're saying, like you walk in the door and it's like, Oh, Hey baby, you want to dance? Like, ah, you know, I'm, I'm just here to have a beer. And, um, I had 
two or three within the first 10 minutes come up to me like, no, I'm just sorry. Uh, just to just let everybody know I'm here to talk to my friend. You know, I'm not here to get any, any dances or anything. You yeah. Know? And, um, like the last one, you know, that I was telling it, it's, it's like, you got a big, beautiful Afro. It's like, Oh, thanks. It's like, you ever been with a black woman before? So, I know. It's like, no, <laughs> no, can't say that I have. She's like, huh. <laughs> and she, you know, she start she starts trying to like chat me up and it's like, I, you know, sorry. I'm just, just here to, just here to say hello to a long lost friend. <laughs> the thing is, over, over here, like, they're the only things that are sort of open later. Not so much now because clubs have got more, they're allowed to open longer. But before, when I used to go out a lot, that was the only place that's still open until two, three in the morning. So if you wanted to carry on drinking and having fun, that was the only place to go. So they give you attitude like, oh, what the fuck are you in here for then? Like, if you don't want to see my tits, it's like, there's nothing to do with that. I, this is the only yeah. place I want to carry on drinking because it's the only place open. Yeah, like, no. So like, you know, trying to get me kicked out because I, I won't give you 25 quid to see your boobs, but uh, I, I just want to sit down, love. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, no offense. You no offense. You look great and all, mm. but I, I just want a couple of drinks. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> How's that Elijah Craig going down for you? I got you're on your third pour. Oh, well, like I say, I'm on my third pour now, so it's um, it's going. Yeah, you were you went frozen for ages, but yeah, so it's um, it's going down lovely. Yeah, that's cool. I never, I'm, like I never, I've never had Elijah Craig before because I don't. It's not something you can buy off the shelf. You have to order it from websites. And um, uh, Kelly actually sent me a um. One of the uh, which one was it? It's one of the ones where they bring out free a year, um, might be the barrel picks or something like that. I'm not, I can't remember, I'm not really sure, but that was delicious. And because I made a video on it, my sister had seen the video and like went and brought what she what she could find around here, sort of thing. But I would like some of the um, they do a toasted barrel, don't they? I would like uh, to see if I can handle so. toasted barrel, yeah. Of, um, it sounds pretty tasty, so I'd definitely like to get my hands on some of that. But yeah, well, that's uh, you guys. I'm you guys, sure I probably won't. You guys have more of a selection of the of the Irish and Scotch uh, than we can get, I believe. Uh, but yeah, we're we're lucky enough to have Kentucky down here, and you know all the all the bourbon anyone could ask mm. for. I'm curious how this is going to sound when uh when I listen to it when I go to edit. It. <laughs> I'm assuming you said you said you get a better choice, so then you just went all fucked up. I'm assuming you all about scotch, obviously being from the country next door. Yeah, that's I. I was just yeah. saying you, you guys probably have a better selection of scotch and Irish whiskeys than uh than anything else. Where we're lucky enough to have kentucky right down the road and all the bourbon we could possibly dream of yeah so i'm not i don't i don't drink scott um irish whiskey to be fair um nor do i no i mean i've I've had a few but i've never spent any money and brought anything considered great but i don't know they're just they've all got that sort of because obviously a lot of them are copper pot still and they just got that metallic-y i don't know 
there's not enough nuance and flavour in it for my liking. You know, something yeah. I'm sure I'll be told I'm wrong because everyone's different. But yeah, I just I don't get as much out of them as I do a scotch or even a bourbon. You know, I, I much prefer I much prefer them. Yeah. But all in all, I am a I'm an Isla fan. I love, I love my peated scotch. They're uh, top of the list. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm still dabbling. And it's all the Ardbeg purchases. Yeah, but that's I'm I'm still dabbling. Uh, like the regular Ardbeg isn't. Uh, I enjoy it, but it's not really my cup of tea. So. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. I honestly, if I'm in the right mood, I'll drink anything. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> we get yourself a bottle of Ugadal. Of what? Of, about... It's um, it is uh, oh, yeah, it's um, I've got a bottle down here. Um, yeah, that's it's, um, uh, it's got real like maple sort of taste going on. Is it overly sweet, or is it just like a maple flavor? <laughs> now you're back. Yeah, yeah. I see if I find the bottle, but I can't. Oh, there it is. Yeah, um, I'll show you. It's like all things. I, I mean, I struggle to pronounce half of these names, but yeah, it's, it's this one. Let me get the camera uh, there. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Ugadal. Yeah, that's um, Treacle Bacon and Bonfires is the uh, what they say that is, and they're not wrong. So is it is it overly sweet or is it just uh, like more of a maple taste? Yeah, no, it is more of a maple taste. It's uh, it's got more of that sort of for an isla anyway. Obviously, it's, it's still an isla in the day, but it's got there's there's something a bit more bourbony about it. I think that sort of fits across two sort of profiles. If you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So if you're not a full-on smoky peaty lover, then I think that one sort of does bridge a little bit of a gap between an Isla and a bourbon. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right. Do you want to try to keep going or um, should we just get ahead of the uh, connection issues? Yeah, it, it seems to be getting worse, doesn't it? It's the last like 10, 15 minutes, it keeps getting even Started off right the first hour, but yeah, it's definitely starting to get a bit fucking frequent, isn't it? Yeah. But, so, well, uh, well, um, I'll tell you, we'll, we'll, we'll keep, we'll, if you want to keep going until this, until this stick's done, and then. Yeah, that works for me. I've probably only got another 10, 15 minutes anyway. I didn't bring two with me because I didn't know, I didn't know how long you had in that anyway. And, oh, that's on deck. I've got the, uh, Alec Bradley Magic Toast. It's been sitting in my humidor for a while. But I figure I don't honestly I grabbed two random cigars. Like I just reached into the wine door and grabbed two random cigars and that's what I pulled out. So Yeah. I like an Alec Bradley. Yeah, they've in got the a, last, they got the a last, few good ones. Hmm. The last one I had was the filthy hooligan. All right, take three. <laughs> <laughs> take twelve. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, are 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 you more of a are you more of a fan of the Candela stuff or, um, just when it's mixed up like my, that? My, 
Yeah, I must admit, I, I find my favourite cigars in general, my favourite profiles, I tend to get from a Nicaraguan. Yeah. I do like a Nicaraguan. Um, I mean, that one I had today was full-on Nicaraguan. It was filler, wrapper and everything. It was all, all that. And I do, I do seem to sort of sway towards them. I'm not a... I'm sure people are going to hate me for this because there's a lot of snobs out there, but I just not into Cubans. Oh, you, you, more people are going to agree with you than I'm not. much more of a new world cigar smoker. Yeah, that's yeah. I think, I think you like whether you realize it or not, I think more, more people are going to be on your side with that than, than anything Jeez, else. If the internet had a face, I would fucking headbutt it. <laughs> <laughs> planet that's yeah it's it's <laughs> sorry you went on planet rock again yeah that's i it's gonna be fun listening to what actually records here but, <laughs> um, i don't know what you said no i don't know what you heard of me i literally the last thing i said was i'm more of a new world kind of person and yeah. then you just disappeared again yeah I got, I got all that and then uh i, I was just saying that like i think um uh, uh, you'd find that more people agree with you than than not. There's more people coming into the cigar smoking world now, isn't there? And obviously, a lot of people with the staff new. Obviously, you, you're kind of sheep, aren't you? You follow what everyone else is doing because you're gonna get more information on it. And obviously, because this is a thing that more people are smoking now, and it's more like it's popular. People are going to follow suit, aren't they? And then once you try things that have got more flavour and the dark and the chocolates and all that, you you're not going to want to go to a cereal and hay kind of cigar, are you? Because it's probably a bit more boring. Yeah, I mean, just the 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 variety alone is is so much better. Mm. What's your um, what's your view on acids? Uh, not a fan. Not my style. Uh, yeah. I, I I used to smoke them. Uh, when I was getting started, I think just like, you know, a lot of people, not, not a bad way to get into cigars, but once you, once you get accustomed to the cigars and you don't need the, the, the sweetened tips and the flavored cigars to get you through it. Uh, I think after you transition, uh, you don't really, most people at least don't end up going back. Um, we first started out, I think you said you you smoked a few more yeah but i think uh like most people like once you get past the the sweetened tips and needing the the flavor to get you through a cigar um it's it seems most most people don't go back to to the infused and flavors all right i think i'm gonna i think we'll end it there All right, don't forget to check out Jigs's other shows and whatnot. Um, Stogiebird.com, use the code HERFCAST and save five bucks. All the links uh, for Jigs shows and Stogiebird and whatnot will be in the show notes. So if you're interested, go check that out. Uh, and again, email me with any comments uh, or advice or suggestions, whatever. Brian at theherfcast.com. Thanks, and until next time, thanks for listening, everyone.